Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to The Counselor's Couch. I'm your host, Calvin Williams, licensed professional counselor. Now, before we get started today, let me remind you again, nothing provided in this podcast implies a therapeutic relationship between counselor and client. It is solely for education and entertainment. Counseling can help you overcome challenges, enhance your relationships, and develop skills to lead the life you want. If you're considering therapy, then please reach out to a trained, licensed professional in your community. If you are interested in seeking counseling in the Monroe, Louisiana area, or if you live anywhere in Louisiana and you're interested in participating in teletherapy with state-approved professionals, well, then contact the providers at HealthPoint Center. Change starts here. Psychology and Counseling Services. HealthPoint is a collaboration of independent professionals who are dedicated to improving your quality of life and guiding you on a positive path toward change. That's HealthPoint Center, located at 1818 Avenue of America, Monroe, Louisiana. So call today to inquire about services, providers, or book an appointment at area code 318-998-2700. Well, it's that time again. So pull up a cushion, kick off your shoes, and grab a cup of coffee. Let's get started with the session. So it's 2024, a new year. What will that bring for you? Change, growth, excitement, anxiety? Probably. At least I know it's going to bring these things for me. I'm not exactly sure how, but I accept that this will be a part of my new year. Some of these will be self-imposed, and I'm sure some will be thrown at me. It is what it is. Acceptance seems to be my path forward. Acceptance and controlling the controllables. So let's start with my anxiety. You know, I've made some professional changes this year, changes that I know are a part of my growth, but it always brings anxiety, which is a natural part of the change or growth process. I know this, but it sure doesn't make the emotion go away, does it? I'm a big believer in practicing what I preach. I mean, I have to be. It's come back to haunt me in too many ways when a client reminds me of what I have shared with them. You know, I'm actually grateful for those reminders because therapists are people too. Yes, most of us try to practice what we preach, but I can honestly tell you that none of us are perfect. So, back to the changes. I've always had what's referred to as a limited private practice. I'm in my office around three days a week. Now, this simply means I've relied on contract work for consistency of work and income. Kind of like a side hustle. Well, it's always been a good thing, and I've loved the places that I've worked. However, starting in 2024, I've decided to invest completely in me. I've stepped away from any contract work, and I'm engaging completely in private practice full-time. Now, i got to be honest with you, it's kind of scary. But why? I know that logically I have a client list to sustain it, and I know logically that I will continue to grow. I'm logically aware that I have the capability and the skills to do it. Unfortunately, people don't operate on logic alone, especially when it comes to change and risk. That's when the emotions kick in, and if we're not careful, they can quickly hijack our rational brain, thus turning off our thinker, as I've shared in previous episodes, leaving us stranded in emotion, feeling ineffective, or lost. Now, as I process this change with people in my life, I was asked, why do it? Why make the change? Well, obviously, I could stay my course and continue business as usual. The question why is going to be a big part of my 2024. I can already see that coming into view in several areas of my life. So what was my why? It's because I'm ready for something new. 
I know something big is coming, and it's time to take the next steps. Now, this change is the next logical step. How do we create the life we are seeking? We embrace the changes needed to make it. I'm wanting something different in my life. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I love what I do. I love my family. I love my life. This is not in question. I desire something different. So I'm committed to doing something different, which translates as making changes. Now, I'm not prepared to list out all of those changes in this podcast episode, and the specifics might truly bore you. So we're going to skip over that part. But I am going to share my journey with you as the things proceed in an effort to help you recognize the power within us all, resiliency. Now, talk about confirmation that you're doing things and that you're heading on the right track. Look for the conflicts or the things that seem to get in the way. You know, I've always believed I must be doing something right if the enemy tends to throw obstacles in my path. Since leaving my contract positions and starting full-time in my private practice, now that's being in the office five days a week, I've struggled with the flu and I've been hit with a record ice storm which has kept me out of the office since the first of the year. Some of you that are self-employed or have small businesses will understand this. If I'm not in the office working, I'm not getting compensated. If a client doesn't show up for their appointment, I'm not getting compensated. So the flu and ice can impact a small business tremendously. So as a side note, make sure you're shopping and utilizing resources locally. It means a lot, and we're all grateful for your business. But talk about anxiety. I am always fascinated at how quickly I can travel down that rabbit hole, despite the fact that I'm not even a rabbit. The anxiety kicks in, and we focus on everything going wrong. We make a problem list, and it seems to be that that's all we can see at the time. The stinking thinking starts up, and we regret every decision we've made up to this point, and the anxiety gets worse and worse and worse. Now, for some of us, it's like pouring gas on a fire. Definitely not something I recommend. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think I'm alone in this process. There are probably many of you that can relate. And there are probably many of you that have pulled the plug on taking that risk to start something new or make a change in your life. All too often, we allow the anxiety to rob us of our ability to create. We become uncomfortable and we forget about our capabilities. However, this time it's different. I am aware of my tendency to let my thoughts run unchecked. I am aware of where unchecked thoughts tend to take me, and I am aware of my personal responsibility to take charge of those thoughts. Awareness creates choice, and this time I'm choosing a different path, and I hope you're going to join me. I'll tell you, it's not going to be an easy path, but we're worth it. Awareness leads to personal responsibility, which leads to ownership in our life, which then means we can do something with it. We can now create the life that we're seeking. It's time to start the journey, which means it's time to prepare ourselves for the struggle. You would never go into battle without arming yourself, and I believe one of the greatest weapons to possess will always be knowledge. Think about it. When you know what that sound is outside late at night, isn't it amazing how any fear or anxiety goes away? Now, this kind of drives my wife nuts when I use this example. 
because when she hears a noise late at night and she wakes me up in this worried state with the question, what was that? And I respond with a noise. I guess she doesn't realize my response is really towards myself to lessen my own anxiety because without giving my brain an answer to the question, it'll be free to chase after the creatures that go bump in the night and every other dark, scary Stephen King moment that I can conjure. I am better served with knowledge every time, and it's my responsibility to seek that knowledge. So, along with my journey towards change, I have decided to invest 2024 in a study of Stoicism. Perhaps the logic of ancient philosophies will help me challenge some of this anxious thinking. Now, this is nothing new. It seems like there's been a boost of people seeking and sharing the wisdom of the ancient philosophy. I find it humorous at times that we seem to recycle wisdom rather than create something new. But maybe that's because it works. So I'm jumping into how the information from the ancients can work for me today as I prepare for the next steps of my journey. To study the foundations of Stoicism, you have to look at the big three, Epictetus, Seneca, and Marcus Aurelius, in no particular order. Although there are many others, and the origin of Stoicism is not even credited to any one of these three, their works are a large part of the philosophy as we study it today, and this is simply due to availability. You have to remember that the writings of the ancient philosophers were not exactly available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Books a Million at the time. So some of the earlier writings of philosophy have been lost to time, but they live on in the writings of others. Now, I'd also like to clarify that I'm not becoming a Stoic. I'm not changing my religion, embracing new gods, joining a cult, or wearing a toga to work. Although, I could probably rock a toga. I am simply studying the principles and wisdom of early Stoic philosophers to see how I can incorporate these principles into my daily life and the changes that I'm making in 2024. I actually got the idea when I picked up a copy of Bridget Delaney's book, Reasons Not to Worry, How to Be Stoic in Chaotic Times. It's a great read and a good introduction to Stoicism. She took on a similar challenge in her own life, and the book is the result of her journey and the things that she learned along the way. The interesting thing is she began her journey just as the world flipped upside down with a worldwide pandemic called COVID, thus the chaotic times. Delaney shared how she came to write the book and began exploring Stoicism in 2018. As a journalist, she was sent a press release by a friend with the subject line, Want to be happy? Then live like a Stoic for a week. The release was a part of an online experiment being run by a university in the UK, where participants would undertake daily readings from the Stoic philosophers and participate in daily discussions, kind of similar to how the ancients would have shared their wisdom at the time. The goal of the experiment was to identify any measurable shift in the participants' level of happiness, and Delaney thought it might make for an interesting and fun column at the time. Although she took on the challenge, her heart wasn't really truly in it until later on in the journey. So basically, the experiment centered around trying to apply five basic principles from Stoicism to your life. Now, as I share these principles from the ancient philosophers with you, I want you to consider for a moment if they sound familiar. The first one, acknowledge that you cannot control much of what goes on in your life. Hmm. Number two, 
See that your emotions are the product of how you think about the world. Okay. Number three, accept that bad things happen to you from time to time, just as they do to everyone else. Number four, see yourself as a part of the larger whole, not an isolated individual. You're part of the human race. You're part of nature. And finally, number five, think of everything you have as not your own, but simply on loan, and that one day it will be taken back. Wow. Now just sit with those five principles for a moment. Many of you have heard these in some form or fashion, and you may have never connected them to Stoicism. Isn't it fascinating how the wisdom of the ancients continues to flow through the world from philosophy to belief systems, religions, or creeds? For me, I've come to believe that I can take what I need and leave the rest, and I find value in the similarities. There must be something to it if we've repeated it and recycled it through the years. Now, I'm not going to debate who said it first because, well, to me, it really doesn't matter. What matters is does it work? Does it move me in the direction I want to go? And does it help me to create the life I'm seeking? Obviously, these principles are only a fraction of understanding the teachings of early Stoics, and it could take years to truly embrace them. What may seem simple can be incredibly complicated. Remember, things can be simple, but they're not always easy. Now, just for the history buff in you, Stoicism was believed to be founded somewhere in the early 300 BC with Zeno of Sintium. He was a merchant from Cyprus. Now, the stories are mixed, but generally it goes that Zeno was transporting a cargo of precious and expensive purple dye, which his family sold for the dyeing of robes during that period. Due to a storm or some mishap, he became shipwrecked and financially devastated. Now, somehow, he is said to have found his way to Athens, Greece. And this seems to be where some of the mixed stories can be found. Was he in the wreck? Did his family lose the business and then he traveled to Greece? Well, I'm not sure, but we know he ended up there. Now, while there, lost and looking for direction, he went to a bookstore and asked the owner where he could find a good philosopher. I guess those people interested in change have always taken the action to seek out wisdom or guidance, much like finding a good therapist today. It just so happens that when he made the inquiry, a local philosopher, Crates, happened to be walking by, and the owner told Zeno, follow that man. And he did. Zeno became a student of Crates, a well-known cynic philosopher. Now, according to cynicism, people are reasoning animals and the purpose of life and the way to gain happiness is to achieve virtue in agreement with nature, following one's natural sense of reason by living simply and shamelessly free from social constraints. The cynics rejected all conventional desires of wealth, power, glory, social recognition, conformity, and worldly possessions, and even flouted such conventions openly and derisively in public. However, after a few years, Zeno started his own school. Maybe he was always an entrepreneur. Zeno and his followers would meet under a painted porch in the city center marketplace, which was referred to as a stoa. Thus was born the name Stoicism for those people who met under the Stoa to discuss the teachings of Zeno. Everything from human nature, law, 
education, ethics, and even poetry. Zeno and his pupils laid the foundation for what we know of Stoicism today. Now, years later, these teachings traveled to Rome, where we find the published writings and texts of philosophers like Seneca, Epictetus, and the Roman emperor Marcus Aurelius. So, now you have a brief history of Stoicism. Who would have thought that it'd still be discussed today? The Stoics held strong favor for the virtues of courage, justice, temperance, and wisdom. And these are the pillars of Stoicism, which many still study today. Now, as I've researched some of this, I've found a unique connection to some of the teachings, especially in my practice as a counselor. And of course I do. I've always considered myself a cognitive behavioral therapist, and most of my training is theoretically aligned with CBT. And many of the works attributed to CBT can find its roots in Stoicism. In fact, a great deal of modern psychology can trace a lineage back to the wisdom of ancient philosophers. Go figure. So I'm excited about this new journey for myself and my professional growth. I'm focused on seeking in 2024. Seeking direction, seeking guidance, seeking answers. It's in the search that we grow. We don't find peace or change in the problem, only in searching for the solution. My anxiety often arises when I find myself focused on what I don't know or what might happen. My current solution has been to focus on what I do know and what I can do to affect a happening. And, you know, I've always encouraged my clients to control the things they can control. In other words, control the controllables. You know, I really wish I could take full credit for this little bit of wisdom, but I can't. Epictetus wrote years ago in his work, The Enchiridion, some things are under our control, while others are not under our control. He encouraged his students to apply the control test. Examine it and test it by these rules which you have, the first and most important of which is whether the impression has to do with the things which are under your control or with those which are not under your control. And if it has to do with some one of the things not under your control, have ready to hand the answer, it is nothing to me. I guess that's a really fancy way of saying, not my monkey, not my circus. It works for me. So if it's something outside of my control, don't worry about it. Sounds simple, but not very easy. But don't worry, there will be more to the story and more to the test as we go through this journey together. I'll share with you what I learn as I learn it, what I find helpful and where I struggle. I'm most excited about how we can bring these principles in life today. Well, it seems we've come to the end of our session today, and I know it's been a short one, but I'm excited about this. Thanks for listening. Keep coming back. You know, I'm going to share more and more of the ancient wisdom with you, and I'm going to keep you updated on my personal journey as well. 2024 has some great possibilities for all of us. Let's take full advantage of them. Now, today, I want to leave you with another stoic quote from Epictetus. The greater the difficulty, the more glory in surmounting it. Skillful pilots gain their reputations from storms and tempests. Remember, folks, life is not about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. You are not alone. Live intentionally, love daily, and laugh often. Please subscribe and follow me on whatever format you use to listen to podcasts, and please take a moment to leave those reviews. Give us a shout out and let us know what you think. And take a minute, 
share an episode with a friend or a family member. I really want to keep getting that message out there that you're not alone. If you have any questions or comments about the podcast, you can email them directly to Calvin at Calvin C. Williams, LPC.com, or you can reach me on Facebook at Williams Professional Counseling Services, LLC. You can even check out my website at www.calvincwilliamslpc.com. Or if you would like to schedule a therapy session with me, then contact us at Health Point Center, area code 318-998-2700. I always look forward to hearing from listeners, so please feel free to submit topics of interest, comments, or questions. Keep coming back. Thanks again for stopping by. And remember, folks, there's always room for you on The Counselor's Couch. 